Today on the Chris Ventura Show, we're going to be discussing a few questions that you wrote to me. Plus, we're going to be discussing a little bit of local LA news, something that may affect you. All today here on the Chris Ventura Show. All right. Well, no, you're not listening to uh, repeat. No, this is a new show. Uh, this is podcast number two. The real show starts next week. I think that should be a running gag. The, the real show will start tomorrow, next week. It'll never be the first show. Anyways. All right. Well, welcome back. Thanks for coming back again. Um, it's good to have you back. <laughs> Anyways, I asked and you guys followed through thank you so much i uh got some emails i asked for some relationship questions and i got some i have a list of questions i had but i think i'm probably going to stick with just one that i want to want to address real quickly um i need to hold on hold on one second i'll be right back just need to get something real quick and uh hmm see where oh there it is hang on be right back yeah just need something to relax a little bit here this thing will help out a little bit. Somebody suggested it, so why not? It's Friday. There we go. <laughs> All right, so relationship talk. A little lemon in there. There. Nice. Very good. Hmm. So, relationships. All right, well, the, the majority of my time on the phone or online talking to people usually involves their relationship problems and guessing what the other person is thinking and making assumptions and wondering if they should do this or do that. And a lot of people, I can understand why, because uh, a lot of people are afraid to put themselves out there because, of course, they're afraid of getting hurt. They're afraid of what other people will react when they say what's on their mind. And not only that, I guess a lot of people aren't into just being straightforward with each other. So there's a lot of kind of hiding the truth behind like half-truths or little jokes or or um, passive aggression or things like that. But the question that, uh, that I'm going to answer tonight is one that is asked by a girl and... It's asking the, this. Here's the question. Okay, why is it so hard for guys to admit that they like someone? Exclamation point question mark. So obviously, it's like, Grr! all right. Well, here's the thing. Why is it so hard for guys to admit they like someone? Because girls don't admit that they like them back, or you know, initiate. And and uh, well, why does the guy have to make the initiation all the time? Uh, you know. There's a lot of hint dropping and, and action, you know, uh, showing interest through actions, but apparently some people don't pick up on it. Now, I'm not saying that uh, that uh, that guys are right for not dropping hints. They're wrong for not dropping hints too, because uh, it leaves everybody up to guess. All the girls up to guessing. Oh, is the guy interested in me or whatever? You know, just you know, have the balls and just say, hey, you know what? I'm interested in you. You like me? No. All right, fine. I'm moving along. But then, well, then the guy will go and cry in his room for a while. But it's what happens. And uh, I don't know. I, I say that if you like somebody, whether it be a guy or a girl, and you are a guy or a girl, just tell them how you feel, I guess. I mean, you only live once. What are you going to do? Live your whole life not knowing what could have been or, or you know, what what didn't happen because I didn't have the guts to say something. I mean, but then you also have to – but I understand too. You have to take into account – 
you know, your feelings for somebody and, and what the, where things are, the level where things are right now. You don't want to ruin a good friendship. But, I mean, if it really is a true good friendship, then even if you go through something like that where uh, the, the, you know, love isn't returned the same way, well, then... You know, if you go through that and things still work out, then you know, it's a really good friendship. And if it's a good friendship, then it's going to be okay. But I guess a lot of guys, too, are afraid of a commitment. And that's a big issue. That's a problem. I know I know that I think that I kind of feel that way sometimes, too. And I would rather be chased than chase others. And Anyway, I would rather chase than... No, I would rather chase than be chased, I suppose. It's nice to be chased. But I, oh, I don't know. See, I'm thinking off the top of my head here and thinking of all my past relations. I don't know. I I just hope that when I find somebody whom you know I, I, I click with, I match with, and that they like me back and everything's great and everybody likes them and my friends get along, and I, then that'll be fine. But for me, see, I can't really answer any of these questions really too well because I'm not really looking right now. And it's not something that's, that's I, I guess, a, a big part of my life right now. I've gone through the relationships, had crazy breakups, had bitter relationships that I would rather not discuss or get back into, just forget about. I'm just happy being by myself and hanging out here and I can, you know, kind of do whatever I want for right now and excuse me <laughs> you know whatever so so if you know when you ask why is it so hard for guys to admit that they like somebody else um just think about the risks involved and yeah guys have feelings too you know so if you if um if you're concerned yourself about telling somebody that they like you and, and rejection and all that then you know the guy has the same kind of feelings too it's just not just guys are one way girls and in the, there's a little bit of the same between guys and girls that a lot of people don't take into account. And guys cry too, and girls watch sports, and so on and so forth. So can't make assumptions about the reaction or the way other people are thinking all the time because it's not uniform throughout the entire universe. All right. So the other, well, let me just let me just get this other real quick little nugget of uh, information question here that I I, I imagine that. They had a little problem with this guy here, and I'll probably get into this more later. But um, why is it that you can't just sit down and talk to some guys and do some flirting? They automatically think you want to sleep with them. Guys are dogs, and that's that's the way it is. Some guys are, are bigger dogs than other, than other guys, and some guys just keep going on and on and on and on and on and on and are persistent and are embarrassing uh, to to try to come on to to girls and they just don't stop and they think it's funny and the girl may not say back to the guy uh no 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 this is you know this is not funny this is you know stop or whatever but you know they'll flirt back in a non kind of hurting way and the guy will think oh come on you're just kidding me you know you, you know whatever let's do this and so I don't know. Just be direct with guys, because some guys they just don't get. They just don't get it, and it's embarrassing if you go out in a group, and you and you know somebody's friend is 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 some guy friend is hitting on a girl, and then they go, then they then the guy goes away, and the girl starts talking at the table. Hey, you know, so and so is a real asshole, and he's you know trying to hit on me. God, he won't stop. Blah blah blah. And then he comes back, and he thinks he's Mister Suave, 
And he's like, oh, you know, hey, you missed me? Oh, I know you did. Ha, ha, ha. You know, and it goes on like that forever. And everybody's gagging and trying not to make eye contact with anybody else in the room. It's very uncomfortable. Guys, stop being dogs. Girls, be more direct. Uh, I guess that's all I have to say about that. And if a guy's bothering you, just flat out tell him to knock that shit off. I mean, it's, you know, stop it already. And and guys, uh, I'm sorry about the dog comment, but you know it's kind of true, right? And then also, if you do like a girl, let her know. Don't just do things because uh, they might just think, oh, well, he's just being a really good friend. He's not really interested in me, and I am interested in him, but I and maybe he doesn't think of me that way. Just say it. Tell him that you like him for crying out loud. And if they tell you, no, it's not like that, then just, you know. Pick up and move along, you know, and if you enjoy the friendship, you'll get over it. So deal with it, I guess. Thank you for sending me questions, and I I had a couple more come in, and I'll be dealing with those next week because I I would rather have it when I have people actually in here with me or on the phone, and that's not going to start till next week anyway. So I would rather have other people's opinions so we can kind of have like an argument. You just hear me talking and going on about it. But thank you for the questions, and See, usually I, you know, a long, you know, when I had my show way, way, way back when I, I got a little upset and when I didn't, and the show wasn't going well and people weren't <laughs> giving me the feedback I was kind of looking for and I had, you know, shitty callers call in and, you know, I would get a little upset. So this time I took a nice approach and said, hey, let me know what's on your mind. Give me some questions and you guys followed through because my old approach was more like this. And what exactly do you want to talk about then? All right. Oh, and that didn't get me anywhere. So now I'm being nice now, being nice and calm, and and I got questions. And thank you very much. And I'll have, um, you know, I'll be taking any kind of questions you have, and and uh, you know, do my best to answer them. Tonight's Friday. I wasn't sure if I was going to do this next little test show, but I figured, what the hell? And hmm, sorry, just have to drink a little something there. Starts a little parched. Anyways. And I was outside doing yard work earlier, and it was like, um, ah, it's getting later, and I don't know if I want to do this today. And I said yes, because I said I'm going to, and I'll be a real idiot if I don't do it, because <clears throat> got to follow through with what you say. There's something that I'm going to talk about next, and I don't know, some of you don't want to hear about sports stuff, but you're going to have to hear it anyways. It's coming up next. It's a little local issue that's com- that's going on right now, near close to where I live, here in L.A., and could affect you and it's quite uh even if it's, you don't live anywhere near here but you are somewhere in southern california this is big news and i've been following it for a long time and i'm sure some of you have too i'll be discussing that next how it affects me and what i think about it that's coming up next here on the chris ventura show you explain that helping the people of Peru improve their own community would also have an effect on your own? Would you rather make your own way or spend a lifetime saying, what if? Life is calling. How far will you go? Peace Corps. To find out more, call 1-800-424-8580 or go to peacecorps.gov. Hello, I'm Faith Hill. 
You know the expression, practice makes perfect? Well, maybe nowhere is that more true than in music. Music study is one of the most valuable ways that a student can spend time. A young person who practices and studies music reinforces teamwork, communication skills, self-discipline, and creativity, all the qualities that kids need to be successful in their other schoolwork. As parents, think about encouraging your children to try out several instruments at school until they find the one that really clicks. Talk to the school's music teacher about finding affordable lessons so your child can see his or her progress as time goes by. And please, don't forget that your kids all have an instrument that's free and sounds wonderful, their voices. A PSA brought to you by MENC, the National Association for Music Education, and the National Anthem Project, the campaign to restore America's voice through music education. Music, part of a sound education. You know that incredible feeling you get when you've done something great? That satisfying warmth that comes from knowing you've helped someone? Sure you do. It comes from volunteering. Volunteering is easy and only takes a few hours a week. Never has a priceless gift cost so little. Take the time. No, make the time to volunteer. This message brought to you by Lions Clubs International. For more information, call 1-800-7-FORESIGHT. Lions Clubs International. We serve. I'm just talking right now. Listen to me. All right, welcome back. It's Chris Ventura Show. Um, okay, I said I'm going to talk about sports, and I'm sorry, but I am. Sports-related issue here. Um, oh, well, one thing is, is... All right, here's good news, folks. Well, I'm, an, I'm a Lakers fan. Lakers, 48-10 and 10 record. Great. Anyways, all right, so that's the good news. Now, the bad news for some of you, if you're not, like, interested in this or you're against it or whatever, yesterday, Wednesday, Thursday. I'm losing track of my days. Yesterday, Thursday, today's Friday. The whole idea of a of a football stadium in the city of industry is looking good. Now they have until April first until they're going to start shopping around to see if they can get a uh, football team to move to LA. Start shopping around and, and making offers and things like that because April first is the last day that. Uh, any other city that opposes this has a chance to file a lawsuit against the city of industry to stop this from happening. The cities that are looking to oppose this are Walnut and Diamond Bar. All right. Now, their complaint is pollution and uh, standard of living, and they're afraid that that uh, it's going to be too much traffic congestion and um, all these things that are going to affect their lives so negatively Um and just ruin everything. Now, I understand that some of you are against the idea because of the environmental impact. Uh, I know some of you are for the idea because of the uh, local uh, tax revenue that will come in from all this, the jobs that are going to be created. Now, those are the reasons why I'm behind it. I think it's a great idea. Uh, Have you read the environmental impact report? Now, here's the thing. Uh, last uh, last night, the two cities were complaining that they didn't have enough information before the city of industry went and passed the uh, the ordinance to back all this up and and uh, support this the stadium and all that. Well, all the information is on the website. Every all the information you need is at uh, losangelesfootballstadium.com, dot com. Environmental impact report. 
all the schematics as to what it would look like. It just goes on and on and on and on. And you could go to Majestic Realty and look up their site and download all the information. It's all there. And so I don't want to hear any complaining from any of the leaders over in Diamond Bar or Walnut that it wasn't there. I read it. And I'm not even part of the city council or anything like that. I read it all. Have you guys read it? I don't think you have. Uh, anything you're going to develop there, it's going to cause pollution and whatnot. Well, it's a city of industry, so it's zoned for industry. Uh, warehouses and factories. Eventually, the real estate company who owns the land is going to have to do something with it. If they don't do that with it, well, then what are they going to do? Office buildings, something that's not going to bring as many jobs, uh, that's not going to bring as much tax revenue to to the city and the area and the surrounding communities that isn't going to bring other businesses. It's not going to make it a landmark to draw people to this location to start shopping and revitalize the economy in this area. Our economy is going through something that has not happened since the Great Depression. Uh, they are saying that unemployment will go up to like 10 or 11% by the end of this year or by 2010. Well, in L- in uh, L.A. County, uh, Southern California out here, we're already there. And in the Inland Empire, it's even worse. So by the time 2010 rolls around, the national average is going to be far below the California average. And where are we going to be? We need these jobs created. They're promising 7,000 new jobs in the area for people. Now, granted, I understand some of these jobs may not be full-time or or some of these might be minimum wage jobs, but they're jobs. Would you rather be unemployed with nothing or something that may lead to something bigger later on? We need jobs. We need jobs now. And letting this go and letting the the real estate company go more of a route of maybe – they can't just sit on this land forever. They have a 99-year lease, I believe. That, uh, so they got to develop something there or else they're just sitting on – big grassy hill with nothing on it now that's another thing it's a big grassy hill it's right it's kind of next to uh well a lot of houses and stuff and then it's bordered by the freeways and and more industry below that to the north uh, to the northwest to the east it's uh houses and things like that and to the south it's a golf course and freeway now uh, I understand the concern for traffic, but it's all in the plans. It's all right there. You can read about it if you want. It's there. You might take you a while. You may not understand most of it. It's there. I saw all of it. It's interesting. And they have it covered. They're also, by the time that that thing opens up, there's also going to be an extra lane to the freeway. They've been trying to widen the 60 for the longest time, two years. It's going to be done next summer. That should help some things out. It's not that you're just going to throw a, a football stadium in the middle of nowhere and just like you know have everything there. What the city of industry is planning to do is to to widen streets, uh, do all these things to help alleviate any concerns that surrounding communi- communities may have. It's all planned ahead. You know, there was a housing development in Walnut that was north uh, the north edge of, of Walnut. Uh, I, I don't want to like – see, it's between – well, let's see, Amar Road above there. I don't know if you're familiar with that area, but right above there between, uh, let's say, Lemon and 
Creekside, I suppose. Oh, anyways, there's a housing develop there, development that's there. And when I when I was studying biology, we was getting you know getting into environmental things that were going on on around us. And well, there was a endangered bird that lived there, and that real estate company went through tons of legal uh, legal stuff to try to to get their housing development built there and apparently well i guess it went through and out goes the birds and who cares right i didn't hear anybody complaining about that and that was really upsetting for me when i started to see them build that stuff i was thinking well what about those birds um i I mean it's houses we don't need more houses we need something that's going to stimulate the economy and this is going to do it it's not going to take away any endangered species I it's a grassland that's just looking I mean it's right next to houses I mean if it's like brush fire fuel and so would you rather have that and less 7000 jobs or a development plus 7000 jobs and a revitalized local economy I don't know I I go for the revitalized economy locally and and all that and you know I don't know but see Nobody takes that into account, and nobody likes change, and and um, standard of living will change, and it'll be negatively impacted, and that's what they all are complaining about. And it's not like anybody lives. Uh, so I don't know people. So that's my take on it. I mean, I don't live right next door to it. I live about three exits down, so it's exciting for me to have a the Los Angeles football stadium right over there. And I've taken into account the environmental impacts it might have. But the fact that it could revitalize that whole area, bring more jobs, and, and, and this is what we need right now. And it's either that or factories. You want factories? That's even more. That's, that's terrible. That's not what we want there. We want something. If it's going to be something, let it be this because it, the point is that that land is owned by a realty company and they plan to do something with it. And this is better than factories or warehouses or anything like that. So that's why I'm behind it. I think it's a good idea. I'm excited for it. And I was against the development of the housing project because of the endangered species and and some of the other concerns of, of people who were going to live there too. I mean, it wasn't just the fact that the that birds that were endangered live there and you know wipe out the birds it was also gee let me think about the fact that it's kind of like uh near a dump it's not a good idea to build on a dump well they did that with the shopping center and if you go into any of the shops there they have a methane alarm that says that if this is flashing you got to get out of the building so obviously there could be some leaks and problems there and well they decided to build a residential complex there deep into the hills and i guess that's okay and i'm being sarcastic because it's not okay and then to uh just go in there and keep on pushing and fighting and build those houses over you know all those uh all that wildlife that's bad this isn't wildlife it's brush it's in the middle of a zoned area that would be otherwise would be factories and warehouses or office buildings so there's going to be an impact at some point it's all it's it's all there. Read it, and I just think it's a good idea. So that's my take on it. And if you want to read the information, it's all there. 
and make your own assessment based on everything you read there. And it was put out by the company and, you know, could be a little biased towards making it sound really beneficial and good. I understand it's a marketing tool. Some of the material there is marketing tools and some of it is third-party environmental impact reports. So take them both and and see what you, you know, see what you come up with in your opinion after you read everything and I don't know. I think it's a good idea. So we'll see what happens. Anyways, next time I won't talk about something so uh <laughs> so heavy like that or maybe i will it depends on what's going on in the news but next week i'll have a couple of guests it'll be fun we'll have the phone going it'll be nice and cool and anyways well enjoy your weekend and i will talk to you all again soon i'll be back uh wednesday with another podcast and then friday and then we'll start adding the video and all that sort of stuff so ah. so we're just gonna keep adding things as we go along and you know, take it one step at a time and grow and hey, you're coming along for the ride. So thanks for doing that. And again, thanks for the emails and uh, the questions. Send me more questions. And if you have oppositions to anything I say, please leave them. Uh, leave me an email at chrisventurashow at gmail.com or just leave it right uh, under the comments section under the podcast. And I'll be sure to read it and respond next time. Anyways, have a good night, have a good weekend, stay safe, and I'll talk to you all soon. Take care. Bye-bye.